Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to Marianne Live. I'm Marianne Camarado, and like I always say, great relationships begin within, and they begin with you, you know, starting to bring your attention to yourself is what we do at the top of every hour. Uh, We start our practice right away together. We cultivate practice here, the big D word, discipline. It's really the bridge uh, between desire and manifestation, as they say, uh, from uh, longing and uh, realization, right? Practice is the way that we can take all the things we've learned and know, bring it into consciousness, and cultivate all of those skills into our reality and expand and share that reality. So one of the ways we like to do that at the top of every hour is um, get you ready for our special guest. And today our special guest is Helene Segura, who's joining us to talk about her new book titled The Inefficiency Assassin. Oh, boy. Boy, 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 do we all need this book, and we need Helene. So let's get present. Let's give ourselves the gift of our own presence so we can receive Helene's presence and One of the things that we can do to do that is to find our breath, just noticing the really simple act of shifting our focus to our breath and nothing to do about it. Just notice where your breath is in your body, what your relationship to your breath is, a very simple inquiry, noticing if it's in your belly, where you feel it, how your breath is breathing you, and see if it feels right to maybe deepen your breath just a little bit. What we know is that we can really calm our nervous system uh, in under the right circumstances when we start to settle, finding our feet, finding our body, and our breath is another way to do that. Yeah, real simple. So go ahead and keep breathing in and out. I also like to invite you to find an audible breath. Sometimes hearing your sound is really soothing and grounding. And as you're doing that, uh, the invitation to find a portal of gratitude is next. And that's not always easy. Not that breath is easy. You know, sometimes breath can actually exacerbate what's going on. Not to worry, we're here together, so we're going to help regulate each other uh, by hearing the sound of my voice and Helene's voice and really settling and taking longer breaths. You get to settle. But the 
portal of gratitude is a wonderful way to expand our perspective, to pull the microscope out from whatever it is we are hyper-focused on right now to allow for our brain to do what it does really well when we're settled, right? When we are able to calm the cortisol story and we can use our brain really efficiently, which uh, Helene's going to talk to us about how to do that, how to uh, be the inefficiency assassin. And one of the inefficient ways to use our brain is to not be paying attention to getting it offline, right, dysregulating. Um, so find your portal of gratitude. One of the ways that I like to do that is to invite you to notice who helped make it possible for you to do what you're doing right now or what helped make it possible for you to do what you're doing right now. And I don't know about you, but my list is generally very long, like a scroll from eons, right? The tens of hundreds of thousands of people that made it possible for me to drive my vehicle, my cruiser bike, um, the food and the body, right? Um, any utensil you use to comb your hair or clip your hair. I mean, you can go on and on. And finding that, just noticing as you go down your list, see if you begin to soften or widen, if the microscope begins to pull away from that hyper-focus just for this hour so you can receive support and direction from our guest today. Yes, our list here at Marianne Live includes, uh, starting at the global level, our honorary sponsor is the OneWorldChildrensFund.org if you're online, helping unite the uniting people to improve the lives of children affected by poverty. They envision a world where we act together as a global community to ensure all children have education, health care, and a safe home. Yep, that's the OneWorldChildrensFund.org for more information. And at the national level, the National Action Organization, uh, NACTION.org, if you're online, they make programming like this possible. 100% of the proceeds goes to programming just like Marianne Live. And, uh, yeah, you can find out more about them. Again, they're committed to changing the way our culture values each other. And at the local level, the Open Secret Bookstore in San Rafael, California, committed to, well, the latest in meditation and revelation, of course. We love books. As you know that, you tune in again and again for the last decade every week to hear our amazing guests and what they have to offer you. That can be part of your gratitude list, by the way, just as uh, another little offering. Um, so, yes, that is that is uh, our offering. Also, uh, uh, Linda McKenzie and Jake Cruz at HealthyLife.net Radio doing what they do uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, bringing us positive talk radio. So there's a lot there. So notice any change, any shift in your uh, relationship with yourself as you have turned your attention inwards, found your breath, moving towards gratitude, and now just taking some time to shift with me to talk a little bit about our guest today, Helene Segura, who's a time management consultant based in San Antonio, Texas. She combines neuroscience, yay, educational psychology and pop culture to teach her clients and keynote uh, folks um, and training audiences how to improve their efficiency during their workday 
so they can have a life outside of that. And she's joining us today to talk about her new book, um, The Inefficiency Assassin. Do you have too much to do or not enough time? Does that sound familiar? Health, marriages, relationships, and family, any of those suffering in your life? Well, Helene can help rescue you from the procrastination, the distraction, and overwhelm that fosters work and home in balance. So whether you want to streamline, downsize, better manage paper and information, organize tasks, or simply make your work and home life more efficient, uh, she's joining us today to meet us where we're struggling most with quick, easy-to-implement strategies and tactics to kick chaos to the curb. We're going to do it together here today. So we're going to start by welcoming our guest, Celine Segura. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here at Marianne Live today. Thank you so much, Marianne. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yay. We are glad to, to have you here. So many of us struggle with this, oh, my gosh, giant topic and you have found a way to weave not only neuroscience, which there's such a neuromania today, uh, so, so many of us love that you're including that in your strategies, and just the overwhelm with day-to-day -day living. So thank you for uh, bringing forward a, a wonderful book uh, you know, to, for us to pocket as our, our go-to guide. Tell us what inspired you to, to write the book for us. I have quite a few clients who quite often request, I, I wish you could be here with me all the time. And while that'd be great for revenue, that's realistically impossible. <laughs> I can't go live with all of my clients. And so I started developing the idea of creating a book that they would be able to reference somewhat like an encyclopedia. So when any of their challenges cropped up and they were in a panic and they didn't remember what we talked about, they could return to the book, flip to that chapter, and instantly triage what that challenge was in their life and then get the solution to it. And so that's how the idea for the book came about. Oh, beautiful, because it's very interesting. Before I went to my studio today, our youngest is home temporarily, and He's fresh out of college, and he said, hey, who's your guest today? And I told him, he goes, do you need the book for the show? <laughs> He's never said that to me. I'm like, why? He said, oh, God, I need that book. <laughs> so, yes, right? From No matter what the age, right? This, this is a book for everybody, huh? Exactly. Anybody who wants to have a life, because no matter what age we are or what stage we are in our careers, we have so much going on around us. There are so many distractions, and there's so much visual and audio stimulus around us that it's really hard to stay focused on the things that we need to get done. Yes, and one of the things that I love about your book is you really do chunk it out for us. Uh, in, uh, in terms of how do we saddle up to this giant topic, how do we know which parts are the most important for us, et cetera. So your book is really comprehensive and holds our hand the whole way through. And then at the end of the book, you really identify um, some of the, the sort of the top you know, 35 sort of questions or concerns that people have. Um, you really do nail that down. So this hour we're going to get to as much of that as we can. But let's start with uh, what are the, some of the top concerns that people do have? Uh, I think procrastination is probably one of them, huh? 
procrastination is right there up at the top. And that's because it's human nature to procrastinate. Psychologists define procrastination as the act of wanting to feel better now. And who doesn't want to feel better right now? And so that's why it is human nature to want to do something else when we're uncomfortable with the decision that's in front of us that we have to make or we're afraid to do the task in front of us or we simply don't want to do the task in front of us. And so that's why procrastination is such a common, quote, unquote, ailment for so many people out there because it is creeping up into our minds constantly throughout the day. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that there are a couple of different ways that we might be in relationship with procrastination. Let's unpack that a little bit more since it is at the top of the list for a lot of folks. And as a matter of fact, when I was reading the book, you even go so far as to say that there may be a point in which procrastination isn't uh, something that's fairly common and it's so regular that it starts to become a problem, you help us understand where we might need some extra support in this area. I like that. Right, and it's important for people to acknowledge that, number one, procrastination is totally natural. However, if you are procrastinating so much that it's getting in the way of you living your life or you successfully completing tasks on the job that you know you can complete, that's when you need to seek out that extra guidance because there's a little something more to it. Right, so in terms of the everyday variety, of procrastination. Uh, for example, we had a, a listener question for you, interestingly. How he says, his name is Brian from California. He sent in a question saying, how do I um, change from being the type of person who sort of uh, gets motivated by the adrenaline of waiting to the last minute? And uh, what do I do to change it? How long does that take? Well, there are different ways uh, of looking at that. If you want to consistently stay motivated at the thought of adrenaline, then you can change where that adrenaline comes from. So instead of the adrenaline coming from, ooh, I'm going to wait till the last minute to work on this, and then that adrenaline is going to pump me up, what if we change that adrenaline to, I'm going to get so much adrenaline from finishing this task on time, or early even, because I will be able to have so much more fun in my life and so much less stress in my life because I finish early. What about the adrenaline from that? Or you can flip-flop it and look at adrenaline as a negative. So the human body was designed to have adrenaline, to have cortisol released into our system. You mentioned cortisol earlier, Mm -hmm. and when you get cortisol released every once in a while, that's okay because that's that little push that we need to get excited and make it through the day. But if cortisol is being released constantly, and that's how you are living every single day, multiple times throughout the day, then that cortisol is bad because cortisol leads to stress eating, it leads to high blood pressure, weight gain, uh, drops in cognitive functions later on. So you can now look at adrenaline as a bad thing if it's happening all the time and then ask yourself, do I want to allow that to happen to me? Right, beautiful. And then the category of You know, I just don't know. I don't know how to make a choice here. I don't know what the answer is, so I'm going to do nothing, right? What about those folks? mm -hmm. Yes. When you are presented with that, you can ask yourself, will doing nothing 
benefit me. In some rare cases, it might. You can just completely ignore it because the decision or the task wasn't that important in the first place. But if it is something that's important, then you probably can't ignore it. So you can ask yourself, what's the best way to get around this if I would prefer to ignore it? Can I ask somebody else to do it? Can I hire somebody else to do it? Can I barter with somebody? Or can I use the great Google machine and look something up and figure out how to make a decision? about it. So whenever you're faced with that, oh, I don't want to do anything with this, Mm -hmm. ask yourself, how will that benefit you? Beautiful. Getting resourceful. I like that. Mm -hmm. And then what about the paralysis of perfectionism? I hear a lot of folks Mm -hmm. saying that I just need to make a perfect choice or I'm not doing anything. Right. Perfectionism is so tough because that's coming from within us. We are telling ourselves that we need to be perfect, and then we beat ourselves up when we think we're not. Perfectionists tend to not give themselves enough credit for anything. They think that the rest of the world is looking up to them to work at 150%, when many perfectionists don't realize that the majority of the world is probably operating at about 80%. So perfectionists, if you operate at, say, 85 90%, you are still operating well above and beyond the majority of the rest of the world. So when that perfectionism starts to set in, you again want to ask yourself, how is driving myself crazy to be perfect going to benefit me? Because when you start thinking about all the bad things that happen when you go into perfectionist mode, suddenly you you just realize maybe this isn't such a great place to be, and that's when you become conscious of the fact that you need to change that behavior. Beautiful. We're about to go to the break here. Helene and everybody else, sit tight. Yes, uh, you know you want to hear more. When we come back in just a minute, I'd like you to talk with us about uh, the definition of productivity. You know, in this culture, we are so often performance-driven. As a matter of fact, there's a new disorder uh, that people can uh, succumb to, which is the uh, performance uh, disorder. We get addicted to performance, right? We we sort of become disembodied in this culture, trying to get ahead, to move towards the, and if you're listening in the Western culture, the American dream, or, you know, whatever your set of ideals are for success. So I feel like it's so important uh, that you offer us the definition of productivity, what that means, and and allowing folks to also take that into consideration for themselves, deciding for themselves, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're, we're about to go to break here. And in the meantime, uh, you want to go to um, Colleen Segura, S-E-G-U-R-A. You want to go to her website, which is called the Inefficiency Assassin.com or HelenSegura.com. I just spelled the Segura part H-E. L-E-N-S-E-G-U-R-A dot com for more information. All right. In the meantime, everybody, sit tight. We're going to be back uh, right after these messages uh, for more with Helene Sakura right here on Marion Live. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. 
Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've, We've ordered, ordered no, no more love life, life drama, drama for us. Hi, everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host Marianne Camarado, and I'm David Raynaud. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships, and how self inquiry can help. Honey, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single, and over 50% end in divorce? Yet. We spend an average of one-third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind, The Great Relationships Begin Within, Self-Inquiry Divination Deck, because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Light and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. .com. Okay, so you have a couple of days off, and you're planning to get away from stress. You may be planning to go across the world or even taking a staycation around town. Well, Hotels.com can get you a room in over 158,000 hotels, 60 countries, for 50% off. That's reducing stress already. Plus, collect 10 nights, and you'll get one night free. And there's no cancellation charges, no change fees. For the best deals, even last-minute deals, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Hotels.com. Music, information, and friends. HealthyLife.net. everybody we're so glad you're here but you know where do you want to be the inefficiency assassin oh she's in the house with us helene segura is joining us today talking about her new book and uh before we went to the break we um were propping up the inquiry around um what it means to uh define productivity it might mean different things to different people what's your definition helene well, if you look at the dictionary definition of productivity or efficiency, it means capable of producing desired results without wasting materials, time, or energy. Now, for my personal definition of productivity, to me it means working the hours you want to work and living the life you want to live on your terms. Beautiful. To me, that's productivity. Beautiful. So let's kind of jump in and start offering folks some of the things that they're going to find in your book and giving them some insight into what they're going to get out of the inefficiency assassin. Starting with, um, you offer top, the top five things to do right now to kick chaos to the curb because, boy, isn't that the truth? Some of us get so bogged down with the, the, the spinning chaos in our lives. 
Well, to start off with, most people will be surprised that the top five tips that I offer have nothing to do with going out shopping. Because <laughs> I'm, you know, a lot of people, they just say, you know, tell me which calendar to buy or tell me which app to buy or which container to buy. And those are great tools, but there's more to it than that because time management truly is all about mind management. So for the top five tips, number one, you want to make sure you understand what your top priorities in life are and your top priorities in work are because if you understand what you're living for and what you're working toward, that is going to help keep you focused. As well as tip number two, developing a target for each one of those priorities. So many times I hear my clients say that one of their goals is, uh, I want to be a better parent or I want to have more sales. But we use very relative words for our goals mm -hmm. instead of hard numbers. So you want to create measurable targets, numbers, so you can tell how far or how close you are. Because right. so many times we kick ourselves when we're down, we think we haven't done anything because we don't realize how close we are. Yeah, give us, an, ex give us an example of one of your clients who's, who's made that one shift and, and achieved success. One of them is uh, a doctor who is highly sought after in all sorts of conferences and programs because she is so terrific at developing curriculum that the layperson can understand. She just makes terms so clear. Um, she suffers from ADHD, is, in, is on medication for it. She has five kids, is married, and she's trying to juggle all of this. And so when we had her write down what her top three priorities in life are and her top three priorities in work are, we posted that next to her computer and in her calendar. So that way, every time she had to make a decision about whether or not she's going to take on a project or how she was going to schedule her time for that day, she could look at that list of her priorities and ask, will doing this support one of my priorities on the list? Because what she was finding is when she would get distracted or she, when she'd want to procrastinate, she would want to go after the low-hanging fruit, mm -hmm. and that low-hanging fruit wasn't getting her to where she wanted to be. Exactly. Beautiful. All right, pressing on to I think we're at number three or four. Where are we? Uh, number three, plan at the end of each day. Unfortunately, no matter how badly we want it to happen, things don't fall into place magically. There's planning that's involved. And I have found that my clients who have sleep problems start sleeping a lot better when they plan for the next day the evening or the afternoon before because they get all of these ideas and all these to-dos out of their head and into their electronic document or into yeah. their, their paper document. So, um, yeah, and I realize that people have things scheduled already for tomorrow, but you can still take a look at the tasks you need to do and get them scheduled into your calendar for the next day, and that's tip number four. We have these mile-long to-do lists. And we get frustrated at the end of the day when we've only crossed off three or four things instead of all 25 of them. Right. And we create these unrealistic to-do lists. So that's why it's important for tip four that you schedule your tasks into your calendar so you realize how much you can actually get done in the day and you give yourself um, a realistic goal. Absolutely. And then tip five is reflect on what you did 
because so many of us, when we reflect, we reflect on what we didn't do or what we don't have yet. That's why at the very beginning when you talked about the gratitude, the portal of gratitude, I mean, it's so wonderful to reflect on what we have because sometimes we're so busy chasing something else, we forget what we already have and what we've accomplished. Yes. So tip five is make sure you reflect on what you did. Beautiful. And let's jump into neuroscience here because one of the things we're doing is creating new neural pathways, new neural networks, and you know, here's the truth. I'm going to let you in on a little inner secret. I actually write things down I did that didn't make my list and then check it, and I get a little boost <laughs> of, I really do, that I get some serotonin or some, you know, right. uh, some other chemical uh, rush. It makes me feel like I've accomplished something that I actually did. It, let's talk about this. Well, you're doing exactly what tip five is, reflect on what you did. I know so many people who do that, myself included. If I did something extra, I am definitely adding it to my list and crossing it off. And that, that is reinforcing the behavior of reflecting on what you did do instead of concentrating on what you did not do. Because reflecting on something positive is going to motivate you more than reflecting on all the things you have left to do and then being depressed because you thought you didn't get anything done. All right. And I know another book you're going to write probably is for those of us who are addicted to our list, who are inefficiency, <laughs> who are efficiency addicts. I know we're not talking to those folks today, and I think we all have that part of us somewhere. Uh -huh. I, I, I'm assuming the folks that we're talking to today and the part of ourselves is the one that's not so efficient. So if you're just joining us, not to worry. Uh, Helene Segura is in the house. She's written a book just for you, The Inefficiency Assassin, The Way to Combat uh, Effective Time Management Tactics for Working Smarter, Not Longer, so you can live the life that you are working so hard to live that we often never get to. Okay, so how do we turn this to-do list that you're talking about into the done list? You've given us five major tips on how to orient ourselves uh, re relative to uh, chaos that we experience in our lives. But now that we've got this beautiful list, and we've I call this the posturing my tomorrow me, because sometimes the me makes a mess for my tomorrow me to clean up, and she doesn't like it so much. But if so if I've got a list, my tomorrow me likes it that I did that for her. But then sometimes the list is like, oh, my God, it's like you said, five miles long. What do we right. do? How do we actually get it all done and, and so forth? Oh, well, hold that thought. Sorry. I just got a cue from our producer. Everybody said, like, yeah, we're going to tell you. We'll be right back after the break. I know. Put your pencil down or your Great iPad. teaser. Yeah. We'll be back in just a minute with Helene Segura and Marianne Camarado right here on Marianne Live. Back in just a minute. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No, no More, more love, love Life, life drama, drama for Us. us. Shh. 
Over here. Here's a secret for a virus-free computer. ESET. They've been a pioneer in the antivirus industry for over 25 years. 25 years of innovative, top-rated antivirus protection. ESET's award-winning security solutions provide a safe online experience for over 100 million home and business computer owners. They are so affordable, fast, and simple to use. So be gone, you blue screen of death. ESET's on my computer. If it's not on yours, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ESET now. Did you know that in seven minutes you might save $522 on car insurance? Well, this makes sense. Since 21st Century Insurance's company's website has been rated number one in responsiveness by Keynote. Serving customers since 1958, 21st Century Insurance has a 24-7 online policy and claim service. You can get a quote fast and easy, so get your quote by visiting HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click right on the 21st Century Insurance banner. More exhilarating talk. HealthyLife.net. Yeah, I told you we would be back. We're right here. We're waiting for you. Helene Segura is joining me, the inefficiency assassin. Did you go on and get your copy during the break? Probably those of you who are turning over a new leaf have already been to HelenaSegura.com or Amazon or the inefficientyassassin.com, and you're getting yourself and the other people in your life who need this book, and it's going to be part of your book club probably. All right, so what do we do with this to-do list, and how do we turn it into a done list, Helene? Well, the first thing is to acknowledge how great it is that you have so many tasks and desires on that list because the day you have nothing on there is the day you are obsolete at work and the day you have no life. So (laughs) the first thing you want to do is create the mindset of you never want to have a blank master to-do list of, of all the things that you'd like to get done. There should always be something on there. So once you accept that mindset, suddenly it's not so bad to have all these different items on the list. But you're right, it can get very long, the five miles long list. So when you're planning for the next day, what you want to do is pick out the top three things you need to get done because if you get them done tomorrow, your life will be so much better and you'll have far less stress. And then get those scheduled into your calendar. And if you operate from a place of choosing your priorities and getting them scheduled in, that's going to help keep you focused throughout the day. The other thing is, I know I keep talking about scheduling your tasks into the calendar. You also want to make sure that you don't schedule out every single minute of the day. Yeah. That doesn't leave room for fighting fires or opportunities because good things can happen too. So you want to make sure that if you think a task should take 30 minutes, go ahead and double it. Allow yourself an hour just in case something goes wrong or something great happens and it needs to take a little longer. And leave gaps in your schedule. If you can just create uh, an amount of time, say an hour or maybe 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the afternoon, where just nothing is scheduled. 
way you have room for opportunity to come in. Mm. Beautiful and really practical, right? The, you know, we know things in life come up. We, we're, we're trying to shore up our resources for success here, and then life is going to happen. We know that. So having these suspenders and belts and turning new old habits into new habits is part of what uh, Helene is trying to teach us with her book. And, and it's a lot easier than you might think. It might not be... Um, some things may be hard, but some of them really are a matter of making the decision to just start something new. And how long does it take to start a new habit? I heard 40 days or to have it go from short-term to long-term behavior. Right. I've heard 40 days. I've heard six weeks. I've heard three months. So there are all sorts of different formulas out there. The key is that you start on day one. And then you do it again on day two, and you do it again on day three. For some people, they can have a new habit within one week, and others might take all three months. So you want to make sure that you build support in there so no matter how quickly or how long it takes you to create a habit, you have the resources there that you need. So do you need to read from a book every day in order to get that boost to continue the change? Do you need to have an accountability partner, somebody you check in with each day? Um, is there certain music you need to listen to? Or do you operate better off a reward system? So basically you're bribing yourself to make yeah. the change. You have, you're dangling that carrot. So what resources do you need to have in place to make that change, yeah. whether it is the 40 days or three months or however long yeah. you need to take? That's a really good inquiry, too. Are you a person that would rather avoid pain or are you a reward person? Uh, I remember I wasn't flossing my teeth very as often, like twice a day, right? And my dentist said, you can save, uh, you can add 10 years to your life, literally, and avoid um, inevitable root canals for anybody over 35 to 40 years old. And this was a new habit for me, and I was so motivated by this fear of having a root canal, and I started feeling better. And, you, you know, you, these shifts happen but they do take willpower they do take a focused energy and look at her book Helene your book is filled with tips and tools and ways to support every little naysaying little thing that our mind will say not to worry there's some chapter in her book that's going to address this as we move on one of the really important ones is to address how to avoid going into complete utter into a tailspin you say uh, when stuff is happening, and I, I'm going to tell a really quick story. Before I came to my studio to do the show, uh, there was a bomb threat. There were people all over the street. This is just happening today, whatever the date is today, July 27th, I think it is, 29th, or I'm not sure what the date is right now. Um, uh, doesn't matter. I just came from that, and all of a sudden I go from one part of my brain to the other. We're going to talk neuroscience here. Suddenly my to-do list is out the window. I can barely, I can't feel my feet underneath me, right? This is an extreme example of what happens in the brain when life turns into a tailspin. Something actually happens that's shocking, traumatic, or, or just you've got three kids hanging on you, or one kid, or your boss sends you on a mission that you weren't anticipating. Let's talk about this because the brain does change chemically and we don't have access to our logical, rational mind as easily. Help us out here, Helene. Right. 
Well, we are going into flight or fight mode when that kind of action is happening right in front of us. And so our brain is trying to figure out, okay, am I going to panic and run? Am I going to stay here and fight it off? Or what's the next thing that I should do? And so that's what's happening in your brain. But from the outside, basically, you're just turning the mush because you're not sure what to do next because, oh, my goodness, there was just a, a bomb scare or you know something happened in front of me. So what you want to do is, first of all, acknowledge that this situation is happening. You're being fully present and you're thinking, there is a bomb scare. And now you can start moving yourself into logical mode. Is there something that I need to do right now in order to protect myself, my loved ones? Do I need to exit from this situation? So when you deal with the, the situation that's right in front of you, you're not worried about to-do lists and everything else because yeah. your to-do at that moment is to make sure that you are safe and sound. Yes. And so once that primal need, your survival, is taken care of, then you can acknowledge what's happened. You, know, you don't want to repress that feeling because it's just going to come back and haunt you later. So take those deep breaths, just like you got us all centered at the very beginning of the show. You want to take a few moments to breathe and just to settle down. Take a time out and acknowledge what's happened, and then you can start taking a look at what is critical that I still need to do and what can I completely drop off my plate because, quite frankly, I just don't feel like dealing right. with it today. Right. So you chose the radio show because it's, it's critical yes. that it gets done, right. but after this radio show is done, you can turn off your brain and forget every other not-quite-as-important thing and push it to another time block. Yes, and I like to call those time-ins myself just to change up that language because the timeout story always reminded me of what happens with our kids, you know, if they did something wrong. So when I'm taking a time in, I'm turning my attention inwards to shore up and access and ground, right? So for anybody who resonates with that. And then this, this really speaks to your chapter on self-care, you know, really understanding that this time management is self-care. Right, exactly. As I mentioned before, time management is all about mind management. So if you're not practicing self-care, you're not taking care of the housing, the casing for your brain and your body, your brain to take care of you. So that's why that self-care is so important. Exactly. So here's some exciting news. When we come back with Elaine Segura, she's going to talk with us now about Dun, dun, la, the electronic <laughs> chaos that many of us feel like I just cannot get out from underneath it. When my phone rings, i got to answer it. I'm in front of the emails until I fall asleep on my computer. Oh, no, 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 tiss, tiss, tiss. When we get back, she's going to tell us some tips and tools how to handle that when we get back right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. Back in just a minute. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. 
proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've, We've ordered, ordered No More, more love, love Life Drama, drama for, for Us. MarianneLive.com is where you can go to keep up to date with what and where relationship expert, author, and radio host Marianne Camarado is appearing next. Besides Marianne's three radio shows weekdays on HealthyLife.net, you can find out details about upcoming or ongoing seminars and workshops. How about information for ordering copies of books or DVDs? That's also available at MarianneLive.com. Find out about core certification, certificate of responsible relationships www.marianlife.com Core Certification Learning Tools to Attract, Build, and Sustain Great Relationships Also sign up for Marianne's newsletter to be informed about upcoming events and possible workshops or speaking engagements in the Northern California area www.marianlive.com What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. We are so efficient here at Mary Ann Live, aren't we? And it's fun. This is fun. We take an hour. You add something positive to your life. You take this information, you integrate it, and then you apply it to your life, and voila, change happens, yes? Well, Helene Segura knows that better than most folks. She has got a book available for you right now at the tip of your fingers. Go online and get it called The Inefficiency Assassin. And right now she's going to be talking with us with probably in my life the number one thing that I hear from so many people, clients, family, etc., that they are just overwhelmed by this electronic, furious new normal pace that we are all supposed to handle and manage, starting with our emails, when the phone rings, do we answer it, someone texts. I mean, we can't, we're like chained to it. Help us out here. How, where do we start in this conversation? Well, this goes back to your priorities. And granted, everybody has a different kind of job, they're in a different industry, and so your industry is going to dictate what the time frame needs to be for an answer, but basically um, what you want to do is look at those priorities. Is answering your phone right now going to support that priority? Is email answering it right now going to support that priority? Now, if looking at it through that perspective isn't going to work for you, then look at it through a neuroscience perspective. It takes the brain an average of 60 seconds to reboot every time we switch a task. So if we are switching from the task in front of us to grabbing our phone because it just dinged or it vibrated, we lose a minute getting refocused back. And the average person gets 110 notifications a day. So in essence, 
if we leave our notifications on, we are causing ourselves to lose 110 minutes per day. Wow. So do you want to continue to do that to yourself? I mean, isn't this great? You can gain back time just from turning off those notifications. Wow. And as a disclaimer, I am not suggesting that you stop checking email or text messages, but what you want to do is check them when your brain is ready to receive them. And so for some people, depending on their job, they might be required to check every 10 minutes. That's great. You still get 10 minutes of focused work. Other people can go three hours without checking an email or a text message or a voicemail. So obviously check with your boss, or if you own your own business, you are the boss. You can decide this. You get so much more work done when you're focused, even for as little as 10 minutes at a time. And so suddenly, those electronic devices, while they're important tools, you begin to realize that they are a tool and not your boss. Oh, that's beautiful. And uh, you've got great stories in the book about what happens when the phone rings and the habit of you know lurching for the phone after the second ring, as if you know. One of my friends, for a joke on her message, it says, "If this is an emergency, call nine one one." You know, your urgency is not my emergency, people. We need to learn how to create enough space in between, particularly in the arena of our personal lives. Like you said, business, we have we have commitments, we have survival issues at hand, but we need to just back off a little bit from each other, Pull, quit pulling that leash so tight, people, on each other. We, we all have so many commitments. I'm hoping that in your next book you do speak about that, to the emotional components of, of the, the, the implications that this new fast way of living has on us. But, but in the meantime, let's talk about one more thing before we come up to the top of the hour, and that is the time leaks and how to plug them. I know you've got a lot about this in the book because one of them you just mentioned, right, the 110 minutes you just bought us back. What are some other time leaks we might not be aware of? A major one is procrastination. And these time leaks happen throughout the day. The average person loses up to three hours a day from these time leaks, from procrastination, from distractions like our electronic devices, and from overwhelm. That's when we have so much to do that we just sit there for a minute or two and we're completely in a fog because we don't know what to do. And this three hours is not in one block. It's not like you can say, oh, you know what, I lost from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock yesterday because of a time leak. These are small leaks. Five minutes here, ten minutes there, and they add up throughout the day, like the 110 minutes that we talked about earlier. So procrastination. If you're procrastinating multiple times per day, you can be losing hours when you add it up throughout the day. So the key for that is to catch yourself in the act of procrastinating and asking yourself again, how will this benefit me? Now, since most of us will reach for our electronic devices when we procrastinate, something that you can do that's very easy is move the temptation apps to a rear screen on your device because it takes a little longer to get there since you have to swipe several times. And while you're swiping, 
that will cause you to be more present and say, oh, wait a minute, I'm going into procrastination mode. I better stop because I'm about to let time leak again. And these time leaks are things that we allow to happen, and that's what's so great about them. Because if we allow them to happen, we can also choose to not allow them to happen. Beautiful. And as we come up to the top of the hour, I'm thinking about this self-assessment tool that you are giving us, right? You're inviting us in the book to really, once again, look at ourselves, look at the reality of how we're spending our time, prioritizing our time, making some really important um, shifts, uh, and setting our priorities up in a way that sets us up to succeed, right, versus fail. And, and part of that is recognizing am I a person that's motivated by avoiding pain or am I a reward person? It's all in here, everybody, not to worry. You, all you have to do right now uh, as you're multitasking probably uh, at this point, the inefficiencyassassin.com is a place where you can get a copy of Helene Segura's book or helenesegura.com, or you can go to wherever fine books are sold, amazon.com. And if none of that sticks, you know where to go, Marianne Live, info at Marianne Live, and we'll tell you where to go, how to get a hold of Helene. Helene, we're at the top of the hour. What do you want to leave us with? How do we get a hold of you? And uh, what, what do you got going on in, in the next coming months and weeks? Well, if you happen to be in Tennessee or Los Angeles, I have a, a few speaking engagements there, and you can see those on my website, as well as books, webinars, consulting, any kind of help you might need for time management. There's also a free productivity kit. So if you go to the inefficiencyassassin.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you can sign up for your productivity kit. I've got a webinar on procrastination. I've got time management templates, all yours for free, so that way you can bring peace to your life because you can tell your time what to do. Oh, I love that. You can tell your time what to do. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your dedication to helping us sort out our time issues and get our life back, Colleen. We're so grateful. Thank you, Marianne. It's been my pleasure to be here. Yeah, well, we are going to be following you around and certainly uh, absorbing all of this new information. For some of us, it's deepening our practice. For others, we are excited and delighted to finally find a way to make some of these shifts. So you are welcome back here at Marianne Live anytime. We're so glad you came. Thank you. All right, everybody. Yeah, breathe that in. There is an answer. There is a solution. The inefficiency assassin is available for you. And uh, just by tuning in today, go to MarianneLive.com for more information. And, again, uh, get a hold of um, Helene Segura, S-E-G-U-R-A, if you're checking out her website, HelenSegura.com, or the inefficiencyassassin.com for more information. And don't forget to go to MarianneLive.com. Let us know your thoughts. You can hear a repeat of this program or other ones that you enjoy. Just like it. And uh, keep breathing in and out. Yeah, you're feeling grateful. You've got a new tool. Yay. We're at the top of the hour. We're going to go to break right now. And uh, when we get back, we'll, we'll let you know who's on deck next week. So sit tight. We'll be back in just a minute. Hi, 
everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host, Marianne Camarado. And I'm David Reynaud. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships and how self-inquiry can help. I mean, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single and over 50% end in divorce? Yet, we spend an average of one-third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind, the Great Relationships Begin Within Self-Inquiry Divination Deck, because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Lide and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. To be a good father is the most important job in a man's life. But it doesn't have to be hard. Play catch. Go to a park or visit a zoo. Help your child with their homework. Sit down together for dinner. Ask them how their day was. Things get busy, and sometimes we all fall short. But the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one eight seven seven for dad 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Stuff, stuff, stuff. Where can I contain all of my stuff? Hmm, how about this? The Container Store, the original storage and organization store. And I found their link on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page. They have containers for everything, including the kitchen, the bathroom, trash and recycling, traveling, spring cleaning, and dorm rooms. Just about everything you can think of to contain your stuff. The Container Store, right on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page. HealthyLife.net, where positive overcomes negative. What a relief it is to find support organizing our lives so we can live the life we work so hard to make space for and not be exhausted or depleted or without any time left over to do the fun things we like to do, like be together. Um, Yeah, and love each other. And by the way, on that note, go do something for somebody else and don't let them know you did it to help make their life easier, like maybe get a copy of this book for them. Um, in the meantime, know this, Pauline Middleton, uh, One Woman, Three Men, Conscious Dating. Oh, yeah, she's going to be with us next week helping us understand that for sure. Who doesn't want to know about that? So we've all either been single or are single, and dating is a little bit crazy, so uh, it's right up a lot of our alleys. We want to tune in for that. So thank you so much for tuning in again and again. And for those of you who are new, welcome to Marianne Live. We hope you come back and join us again. Go to MarianneLive.com for more information. And once again, thank you, Helene Segura, for joining us today. We'll see you next time, everybody. Take good care until then.